Ramble. I just straight up like said like I don't know what the right move is here. Can I kiss you? If I just had a dead body in my apartment, like what what would you do? I'll be like I don't know what to do with this. I really would just freak out. You got to be a little more selfish. Like you have a life too. You have feelings too and like it's not your job to make sure that that person's okay. It's nice of you to try. Live in a giant walnut. Carve a little house inside the giant walnut. Have a little pickaxe. Go out searching for ores. Oh, I think I've I think I've read this book, James and the Giant Walnut. That's correct. Okay. I'm gonna need wow. to side saddle this then. Oh, I do so, declare. Oh, welcome to another episode of the Smoshcast. Today's a special episode, I would say. Um, it is. We're calling this um, Smosh Advice. Our writer, Ryan, wanted to call it Smosh Vice, but then we were like, Vice News? What? Yeah, I was very confused. Um, so today I'm joined by uh, my, my, hello, I'm Ian Hecox. Uh, <laughs> I'm joined by my fellow advice masters, Courtney Miller uh, and Shane Top. Hello. Hello. Um, we both went to college for advice mm-hmm. online through Twitter questions, and um, now we're ready to throw our our totally qualified advice That's all right. over your ears. That is correct. So we not only are, but look extremely professional today. Oh, yeah. Speaking of looking professional, um, Courtney's going to a premiere tonight, <laughs> and you got to hit the red carpet. Mm-hmm. Your hair looks great. Um, however, to save the volume, what, what what are you doing right now? I just wish there was podcast headphones that would were like very like they were nice to your hair, um, like like just AirPods. Pretty much, <laughs> uh, noise canceling AirPods would be great. So I just I'm doing this to keep that volume and so that it doesn't squish on the sides. Yeah, yeah she looks like uh, like a, a who from Whoville. <laughs> Uh, her hair is completely horizontal. I've got it all pushed to the front. You look like you're doing a cauliflower cosplay. That's fair. <laughs> I'm strawberry shortcake. Yeah. Or just like the lady from the Hunger Games. It's like. Yeah. Yes. Mm. You're de- Primrose Everdeen. Yeah. You're definitely a District 1 type bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always have been, baby. <laughs> district 1, bitch. You're looking very District 1 today. <laughs> I'm all. My mood is always District Eight. I I feel that. I don't. I never read the books. Mine's very uh, District Twelve. Mm. It was a good movie. Which one was the one? That, oh, District. <laughs> very good movie. Or you do District Thirteen? Wasn't that? Or the, was um, that District Thirteen? That's the very end one. No, no, no. I'm thinking the the alien the, one. Oh, I was thinking the French parkour movie. District Nine. Movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about the alien movie. Oh, there's so many district. There's movies. too many districts. Too many Simply dishes. too many districts. Too many districts. Too many districts in this hoe. In oh, this hoe. Oh, oh. All right. Um, hey, guys, before I get too deep into it, we have some new merch. Uh, Courtney's rocking the rainbow hoodie uh, right now, looking looking fine. And Shane, what are you, what are you rocking right here? I'm rocking, you... rocking the Tinder for Hot Dogs t-shirt, which you can get right now. And if you wear it, you will be prepared for the coming Tinder for, for Hot Dogs apocalypse, which will be a great affair. It'll be a joyous apocalypse. It's an Armageddon of happiness. And uh, if you wear the shirts, okay, you Shane, will be prepared for Shane, it. Shane, that's enough. That was a lot. If that's you wear the Shane. shirt, you'll be God. Do you have anything to say about the rainbow hoodie? I love it. It's actually great. See, Shane, why couldn't you just summarize Tinder for Hot Dogs in that, in that amount? I just love that it's embroidered. Like, I love the embroidered stitching. It's yeah. It's really nice. The I embroidery. Love it. It's very some heavy duty. Lovely. We Our merch is 
honestly the best. <laughs> if there was a point, our merch would be on it. Oh. On point. Ooh. Oh. Snap. And it's very comfy. It's very mm-hmm. comfortable merch. Yeah, this ain't no this ain't no um band shirt from from the early two thousands. Right. This is this is some good quality stuff. Yeah. And we got the yellow hoodie back, which yeah, I dude, love. we rescued the yellow hoodie mm-hmm. from it's from good. the Defy era. We like hit up the company that still had some in stock, and they were like, "Where's why? Where have you gone?" And we're like, "Give us those sweaters," because <laughs> we like. <laughs> I actually never got one. Really? I don't know how, but I never got one of those hoodies, and I still don't have one. That so sucks, I, man. I need to get my hands on one. I've had one for so long. We we went to Twitter. And asked you guys, uh, do you you looking for any advice from these three idiots? Mm-hmm. And um, let's just jump right into it, Shane. Since you are the closest to a ther- uh, a therapist that we have here, mm-hmm. being that you almost have a psychology degree, yes, um, I am beginning my final psychology class in woo! the next uh, couple weeks. Uh, forensic psychology. Good job. Oh, so it's like. Uh, I think it's going to be less like crime and more like legal speaking. So like in court proceedings and whatever, presenting psychological evidence. I don't know. I haven't begun the class, but I think it's more, I don't think it's going to be as exciting as it sounds. So, and generally they're not. Well, I'm still very proud of you. Thank you. Thank you guys. I will say I've used Shane before I had my real therapist. I used Shane as my free one. (laughs) I can't emphasize enough that I am not qualified as an None actual... of us are. Right. But mm. uh, hopefully we can relate to your questions and uh, our personal experiences and mess ups will uh, help you. That's the hope. Yeah. All right. So uh, welcome to Smosh Advice. It's Smosh Advice. It's Smosh Advice. I'm sure you're driving home at 10 p.m. on a Tuesday. It's raining. We're here to help you out. All right. We have our first question here. It's from at Pixie Native. Uh, He asks, hey, guys. So I have a crush on this guy in my class in college. Uh, We've been friends for a few months now. And next week is our last week before we leave for summer break. Uh, Should I tell him I like him then or just wait a little longer? And they're in college? Yeah, this is in college. So, hmm. yeah, yeah, do you wait a little longer? Like, what if you guys go home for the summer and you won't see him? Yeah, are they? do they live in the same There's a lot of fine area? print that There's we a don't lot of, have. I, yeah. I, yeah. That's okay. I think it's very possible that he's, he's away let's at assume college. They, let's assume they both live in the same area because he said, should I wait till we're out for the summer? My opinion, he said, should I tell him, uh, tell him I like him or just wait a little longer? I, I mean... I, th- I think maybe it's not even regarding circumstances. He's just going, ah, should I wait? Yeah. To, to, yeah. And my opinion is there's no better time than now. Yep. If you got a crush on the person you think, and you think that you might have a chance or that person at least seems interested in you or is at least nice to you, mm-hmm. then what's, what's the point in waiting? Yeah, especially I think in a situation like college, I think it's fine, you know, to – to take those risks. Uh, if you're in college, I'm assuming you're young. Uh, if you're, you know, you might as well go for it. You know, if the person rejects you, it's fine. You're, it, it will be a funny story later on. It's college. Yeah. And, and even after college, even later, I mean, there's really no reason. There are, there are definitely situations where it's inappropriate and you go, okay, this, 
this isn't the place, whatever. I'm just proud that he knows he's going to do it at some point. Yeah, he does seem yeah. to, to know he's going to do it. Yeah, I guess there's like a better now than never. I, I tend to overthink and be like, oh, maybe there's a better time. Maybe there's a better time. And yeah. so I would want to be like, oh, I don't know. Wait for the perfect moment. But there's no perfect. You don't. You got to make the moment perfect or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, and most likely it's not going to be perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> you're, usually you're, not. You're going to think. I think it's something that movies and TV have done to us of thinking, oh, I got I to gotta approach this in a very romantic way or I got to do this in the right way or else it's going to all fail. Dating from start to finish is There's no generally right. awkward and that's okay. There's no right move. Yeah. And that's why, that's why, you know, man created alcohol. <laughs> I love college. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not saying you, you need alcohol to, uh, m- you know, make, you know, like to like loosen up to like take the edge off. Cause I think that's also a bad idea and you should absolutely make any sort of dating decision, um, with a sober mindset. Um, yeah, I actually, I actually, <laughs> as much as I know that if I have a drink, I will be more likely to take those risks. It is far better and you will feel better if you do it when you're sober. Yeah. And I also think, if you're under you 21. Just, yeah, of course. But three years into college, so that's For sure. probably 21. I think, yeah, a few times a few times that I have like sort of made the first move, I had had maybe maybe a drink. Mm-hmm. Like was obviously not drunk because then that's, that's wrong. Um, but I think it's also just like an, it's an excuse to be like, oh, ha, 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 like less inhibitions. There's like, less risk involved. There's there's less pressure on yourself to like be afraid of rejection. So I think it's really just like kind of going in with that mindset of like, you want this obviously. So so why why are you not just throwing yourself out there? When was the last time when you were sober that you dropped a hint or told someone you were into them? <laughs> Um, buddy. <laughs> on the first hint, the fir- just like, just anything. Like, I mean, you know, it like, doesn't have to be. Hey, I like you. It could just be like yeah. you said something, or you. I mean, the thing is, the thing is, you know, as an adult, when you're in a social situation, it's like you know the weekend, and it's a social situation. You're hanging out with people. Like I, I never, I never drink to get drunk. I think like there there's people that drink to like lose themselves. Oh, there's yeah, there's and, there's a there's problems like, you know, like yeah. that and then And I think I think for me it's it's just a it's a social thing. Of course, I guess that's probably what all alcoholics say. But <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm really the question isn't yeah. even regarding yeah, drinking. Yeah, yeah. It's more you sober what's holding you back. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I guess I I'm probably a ner- I never know what the right move is to make. And the last time that I, the last time that I sort of like decided like, okay, I'm going to kiss this girl. I, I just straight up like said, like, I don't know what, what the right move is here. Can I kiss you? Like, I think I just, totally I just straight fine. up asked. I think that's totally fine. It's and I fine. think, and I mean like, cause I think at this, at this point, it is a little weird to do the movie thing of just like making the move. And yeah, I, but I—I I mean, the response I got was was like, yes. 
So, I mean, <laughs> clearly, like, that person was thinking it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just both people were thinking, like, I want to make out with this person. And neither person was saying it. So, who knows, dude? Um, maybe that guy is thinking, I want to, I wanna, you know, make a move on you, too. So, you don't know. Maybe until, he wants to Mac. You know, maybe he you wants to Mac. You don't know. So, come on, man. You want a Mac? Uh, what are you waiting for? I think regardless... There's never going to seem like a convenient time. There's never going to be a time where you're going to feel comfortable doing it, except the fact that it, it'll it probably be awkward no matter what and that you're going to be nervous no matter what. And just go for it. I mean. Also, it's just, you know, maybe maybe just a little makeout sesh. <laughs> a little makeout sesh never hurt anybody. Regardless if he rejects you or not, you're going to feel great that you went for it. Also, if he's a bad kisser, then, you know, like right there, <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just kick him to the curb. Yeah. And then, and then you can... You know, maybe get that done before before the end of this college semester, so you can make that decision. Like, because you don't want to be with somebody that's a bad kisser. Come on, that's just a lifetime <laughs> of pain. So I, I'd say just get it get it out of the way, and then you'll you'll go to summer either knowing like, hey, this is a really good prospect, or um, man, I'm glad I didn't I'm glad I didn't stress about this guy for you know four months. And think and build because what you're doing right now is you're building up this idea of somebody, this like possibility. This could be a dead end right from the start. So why are you wasting your time on somebody that could be a complete dead end? Yeah, I think it's cool. Like before you break for summer, it to express your feelings because yeah, you either have the whole summer to recover or the whole summer to enjoy that person. But so. but to argue that, you also could say that if you express that and they were they were interested and if you don't live in the same area and you go away, you go, "Oh, we're interested in each other. Great. Now I'll see you 3 months later." Now you're starting a possible long distance. You can't really commit to that. I had that happen once when I was a teenager where a week before I was heading back home, uh, I was kind of like, hey, I'm really into you. And, and it just, it kind of blossomed for a week. We had this relationship. And then in the months that we were gone from each other, it just kind of fizzles because it's impossible to keep that going. And then you're closing easily. yourself off from and other, then it, and other then it, possible mm. people. And then it just fizzles out. And then, whereas opposed to uh, looking back, maybe if I had waited until we were hanging out again, once I was back and then we started it then we had more time yeah there's just the fear of like oh we were gone for three months now maybe they've met someone else and now yeah. they're not even an option anymore yeah like, how pissed are you gonna be if you have a crush on somebody and you're just waiting around not doing anything then that person finds somebody else like they're not dedicated to you chase it get after it <laughs> get it boy get it get it move get your Mac on presented in a low pressure way like, you know, you can just be like, hey, man, like, yeah, I'm just go hang something. out with the freaking guy. Would you want to hang out sometime in a possible <laughs> date setting? Yeah. I mean, or just like if you haven't hung out with the person, just go hang out with them. There's like you don't even have to kiss them. You well, don't it have sounds to, like, like they, they're friends. So they're probably friends, hanging out. Yeah. But but just just tell them like, hey, you know, I'm feeling like there could be more to this. If not, it's cool. I'm I'm I love being your friend. But hey, I'm feeling something. Are you feeling anything? No. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. And then you move on. Yeah. Ooh. Yes, then ooh. And then, you know, no, then new guy to pursue. Bam. Ooh or new. That's that's the that's lesson. The name of our show. That's you guys ready to move on to the next question? Yes. Yeah, I think yes. so. Great. All right. So at Take Five Cass asks, 
how do you stay motivated? I struggled this past semester uh, because I couldn't focus on the work and was just wondering how I could fix that and motivate myself to do it. Hmm. How do you guys stay motivated? Something I learned on actually listening to another podcast, uh, they were talking about, and I and I think it's so true, which is why I'll bring it up, like there is a reward in completing something, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like one guy was like, oh, I see the reward in just like not having to do it at all. It's like, okay, then you fail a class. If you have this thing that you need to do, just getting it done right away, like you get that reward of being done right away and like just putting it off just – I don't know. I feel like then there isn't even a reward at all when when you just procrastinate because then when you freak out and get that stuff done, then it's like, okay, there wasn't even like a relief of getting it done because there's the stress of getting it in a time and stuff like that. Um, and so like say I have dishes building up in my kitchen and I'm like, oh, I could wait and wait and wait and like I can be on my phone right now or like as a reward for me just being on my phone or I can get this done now and then not only be able to chill on my phone after, but also have no dishes to worry about. Yeah. yeah. There's no anxiety then. Yeah. Um, did they say if they're in college or high school? Or? Uh, they said uh, it's college. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, for me, I was more I was more motivated to get my classwork done in college than I was high school because I was taking classes that I was actually excited about. Mm. I wasn't motivated in high school or yeah, when when that started, like when I feel like I feel like elementary school, everything was so easy that that it was just like, oh yeah, just do that, 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 and like middle school was like pretty easy, and then like high school is when they started actually throwing like real work at you. Yeah, mm-hmm. high school is when stuff matters. Like. Yeah, and and it was and it was stuff that I didn't care about. Like I I just I didn't care. I didn't like the curriculum. I thought it sucked. Um, <laughs> and then when I when I got to college or community college, sorry. I was like, whoa, I actually like learning this stuff. But I think I think what you said, like sort of like choosing a task like at a time mm-hmm. is is good. Like rather than looking at the the whole picture, right. just focusing on one thing at a time. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm just gonna get this done. And also it is like a thing of doing the hard thing first. Because if you do the easy thing first, then it's then it's such a slog trying to do the hard stuff after you've done the easy oh, yeah. stuff or like the stuff that you like. I mean, I'm I'm having trouble be getting motivated to like just get stuff done in my life and my friend was like, "Okay, no, just just you know, making appointments, like going through my mail, mm-hmm. uh, all this like dumb stuff that, you know, as an adult I should be taking care of, but I just wasn't because I just look at the big picture of like, "Oh, I just have so many things. I'm so overwhelmed." And it's ridiculous. But my friend was like, well, no, just just this morning, make an appointment for this one thing and get that taken mm-hmm. care of. And then after that thing, then focus on the next thing. I was like, yeah. yeah. And so I did it. Half the battle is just getting situated and just getting ready to do it. Like, I almost have a harder time getting my ass to the gym than the actual workout. Oh, 100%. Like, mm-hmm. literally, that's the hardest part is getting to it. And then, like, once you start it... And then when you're done, you're going to be so happy you did. Like, just the just sitting down. You know, they have those lo-fi beats to study to and stuff like that. Those make me feel super productive. And those, like, get you moving. And, and like, there there's, like, exterior things that can help you just sit down and focus as well. Yeah, I mean, the big thing is just discipline. And mm-hmm. that's, something, that's something that I, like, struggle with 
and when I w- whenever I wake up early to run, the hardest part is just getting my feet out of bed onto the ground. <laughs> and sometimes I just have to tell myself discipline. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like discipline, discipline. Cause if I don't, if I'm not disciplined with that, then I'm just gonna, you know, complain like later on, like, oh, I feel like I feel just sluggish and I feel fat because I didn't run. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that just kind of snowballs. And then I go a week without running. Mm-hmm. And then also when you fall out of like habits, it's a lot harder to get back. Oh, of course. I feel like you're, Shane, you're very well like self-disciplined. Um, it, it comes and goes and it's different things. I think like with working out, it's become such an addiction even where like, if I don't, if I go more than two days, I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm, I, I am compelled to go in that sense. But, uh, with a lot of things I can get really bad. For instance, you were talking about opening mail and stuff. I, mm. I have like a fear of paperwork and bills and things like, uh, like that. So I avoid it because I'm just afraid of dealing with it. But you can't avoid that. You're going to have to face it eventually. So it's kind of getting over that fear and just being like, all right, I'm going to do this. going to do it right now. And I think for me, I've gotten better at some things. Like there were some small habits I wanted to form uh, that I've been trying for years, like stretching every day, just for like 10 minutes. Or like I wanted to get into Duolingo and just like practice to get some conversational Spanish down. Uh, But I always go like five days and I drop off of it. So I've tried more this year of like making written lists and and having a chart of like, okay, 30 days. If you can commit to 30 days, I think that's around the time that a habit will form in your brain if you can commit to that uh, that amount of time. Uh, it's about three and just weeks. checking it off, checking it off uh, every day and then making a list for that day maybe of like, what are the things I have to do? Okay, I can now <clears throat> see it in front of me. It's out of my head. It's now on paper and I can physically check those things off and then feel that relief of once they're done, you know, you're done with that stuff. You are now free. It is that thing of just having to, having to believe that things will be better if you take care of it. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with like, you know, if you, if you sort of make a, a pack to eat better, it's like, look, yeah, it's hard. Like, Mm -hmm. because I love chocolate and I love just, just, crazy foods Mm -hmm. that just so happen to not be great for me. But I know that like at the end of the day, if I do stay more disciplined on what I'm eating, I will feel and look better in the end. And it's the same thing with like, if I don't, if I don't look at my mail, which I haven't in a few weeks, um, I probably have a bill in there that will start, you know, gathering interest. So (laughs) if I wait, I'm going to have to pay more money for something that I really didn't have to in the first place. So it's yeah, it's like understanding the impo- like reminding yourself the importance of why you have to do that thing. Yeah, 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 it's huge. It's like oh, I need to run because otherwise I will die. Well, for schoolwork, <laughs> uh, I mean, I've I've been taking classes off and on for ten years now, and I definitely f- face burnout a lot from it. I'm just like oh, this is going on forever. But I always remember with with anything you're studying or whatever that all information is useful in some way or another. Uh, So any class, even if it's an elective that you don't like or whatever, there is some use to that of, of you're learning something about this world that you live in and that's cool. And, and there's so many different facets. So I was so bad in school, like homework. I, that's why I love this job so much because for the most part I can leave my work at work and go home Mm -hmm. and like, like other than like reading lines and stuff like that. Like I feel like 
that's nice because school i hated that i had to go home and still be at school <laughs> and like it's rough god i hated it so much and that was like my downfall was just not doing the homework well, and what i don't like about our our school system is it's so test heavy it's so about are you good enough are you gonna know all this uh to, to pass this test as opposed to hey we're trying to make you a more knowledgeable well-rounded person it's not focused on that it's very focused on pass this test and then after that you don't need that information yeah. uh don't focus on i i say don't focus on that focus on learning the mm -hmm. things that you're interested about within those classes also motivation ah, ah, nice. yawn right when i talk <laughs> that was dumb also like struggling with motivation i mean i i'm certainly not a Therapist or was psychiatrists? Are they the ones? Psychologists that, and psychologists. psychiatrists. They're, they're yeah. different, but I'm a. You know, I certainly wouldn't wouldn't just, you know, say, visit a doctor and find out <laughs> if you have attention problems. But there's people that I know that that had severe attention problems and they were medicated for it, and they were much better. Mm -hmm. They were mm -hmm. much better from it. So I'm not saying everyone should be on medication. Yeah, because obviously that has adverse effects, and it's basically uh, amphetamines. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. uh, but it definitely it definitely helps some people. Yeah, man. <laughs> Ian's first answer was alcohol. Ian's yeah. second answer drugs. <laughs> yeah, I'm just you know I'm just trying to get everybody lit. <laughs> Jeez. Let's get Liddy with Ian today on the really, Smoshcast. It's, but it is it is gross. Like how many like med school students are on Adderall. Uh, it's it's an I've heard med school is on another amount. level of difficulty. But they said like basically like they don't know how you could do it possibly without some kind of you know uh, medical intervention. Mm -hmm. So shout outs to all my med students out there not taking drugs for your studies. Keep it up, man. Fight the good fight. Uh, so the next one comes from at. Joanna Chips, and uh, and actually, there's we've got oh, yeah. a lot of questions that are like this. So we have another one from at Cute Miller or Cuter Miller. Uh, they both are kind of the same, but uh, the first one goes: How can I say in a good way that I'm not interested in a person who likes me? I'm afraid of hurting his feelings, but I just want to be friends, and I don't want to lose a friendship with him. And uh, Cuter Miller asked: uh, I need help on rejecting people in breakups. I have a hard time saying no to going on dates, even when I don't like the guy. And uh, when we split, I'm, I'm heartbroken, even though I never even liked them in the first place. Uh, Look, like at some point, you're going to have to tell them no. And the longer you wait, the more it's going to hurt. If you're, you know, if you're dragging, I'm not saying you're dragging them along. Like, look, this is not your fault that this person has feelings for you. Mm -hmm. uh, and even if they react p poorly, no matter how nicely or how perfectly you say something, that person may still react, however, in any way that you can't control. Like, yeah. Well, and for Joanna's question, uh, you want to be friends with him. You're ultimately his feelings are he's going to be his feelings are going to be hurt just because he likes someone and they don't reciprocate those feelings. You can't help that. Uh, you can't control how he feels or determine how he's going to feel, no matter how you present it. How he chooses to deal with those feelings. So if he decides to be a jerk and be a nice guy and and flip <laughs> on you, 
uh, then honestly, I don't think he's worthy of being your friend. Yeah, I would say like saying something like, I've just really enjoyed our friendship that we've had. I wouldn't want to change it in any way. Like that kind of wording of just like, yeah, I really just like enjoyed our friendship. And I don't think I see us moving to that point. I can, yeah. s- I can see how it's tough if he's not being direct enough for you to mm-hmm. reject him. If he's just dropping hints, I can see how that could be difficult. Yeah. I- An easy escape route that I've taken and uh, like can, people tend to take when they're rejecting someone like that is saying like, I'm not ready for that or like, I don't see that right now. And it's like, but that can be stringing a person yeah. along. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be like, I'm not ready. And using any type of like time constrained yep. rejection is just going to seal you d- for like another later it's death. it's a partial lie. You really yeah. have to be definite. You have to, you have to, you can't say like, oh, I'm just not feeling it right now. Or mm-hmm. like, you, I think you really have to be, and obviously like I'm saying this as a guy, I know as a girl, there's, if, if you're, if you're a girl and it's a guy that's interested in you, I totally understand that there is, there is risk of, there's always that risk of violence or an outburst <laughs> or something more it's often, real, more real. often than a guy rejecting a girl. Although I'm sure that that is possible too. I understand that rejections can't always be smooth. And also if that person is a friend and they're trying to be more than friends, you might need to reject them and also give them some time apart yeah, from you helps. because a lot of, I know a lot of guys that have, that have been like, Oh, to- that's totally fine. We could totally be friends. And then like a month later, they'd be like, I love you. I can't I do am this. in love with you. And it's so, yeah. So it, sometimes you just have to completely yeah. drop them or just be like, yo, uh, find some time. And then maybe give them the time to find somebody else to obsess over. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they can be friends with you just later. Just time in general will help them realize, like, because if if your friendship is just as important to that guy, then he'll, he'll understand too and be like, yeah, okay, just time will help him realize that priority too. If the friendship isn't that much of a value to him, like he'd more rather be more than friends and he doesn't care about the friendship aspect anymore, then that's maybe not that great either. It's true. Um, with breaking up with somebody, I know that, like, it hurts. Like you like I in high school, like one of my first time breaking up with a guy, I was crying so much and it was like and it was just straight up cuz like I just didn't feel the feelings that I thought I did and like I was crying like so much and it was just because like I felt terrible that I was doing that to them. Like yeah. I made them feel like I did like them and all of a sudden I'm ripping that carpet out from under them and like it just doesn't feel good. It's like extreme empathy and like you don't want to yeah. do that to somebody, but you have to. Otherwise, you know, you can't just stay in a relationship and let it happen. Totally. I mean, been there sure. as well. And and look, I've been rejected many a time and it hurts, but then you get over it and it's it's totally fine. He will live. He he should be completely fine. And you gotta if, rip you, the band-aid off. if he reacts to it maturely and he's able to be your friend, then hey, look, that shows that he's really a valuable friend. If not, then I really do question if he's worthy of friendship. Yeah. But right but now. Definitely. Maybe, you know, he needs some good growing up to do. Definitely be on the lookout for, for the, uh, yeah, that's fine. We could totally be friends. Yeah, totally. And then if they continue to be like creepy, and weird, creepy and weird around you, then, then just like. Or even just genuinely off. like don't understand that like the no is a permanent no. Because I've been in that situation before too where I'm like, you know, I, I and I actually like, maybe did the not ready thing and that was like 
an uh-oh, an oopsie-doopsie. Yeah. And that person was like, for sure, like, no, I totally would much rather, I wouldn't want you out of my life at all. Like, just talking to you in general is wonderful. Like, I totally understand. And then, like, a day or two later, they're pushing at it again. It's yeah. like, that's when you know, like, no. So I'm curious because I've always, always, any sort of, like, when a, when a girl has said something like that or oh, I'm not ready right now or, oh, I, you know, I'm going through a lot, whatever, I have always taken anything as a complete no. So if a girl's – if I'm like – if I show some interest and a girl's like, you know, I'm kind of going through a lot right now. I don't know if now's the time or whatever. I'm like, cool, you're not uh, – in my head, I'm like, yeah, you're not interested and you didn't know how to say it. That's fine. So I, I always – I almost wonder if – I've gone overboard with assuming those hints are completely blocked. I think it's smart. <laughs> I think I I am a I would say to guys to do that because I think we have a dilemma right now of guys not taking hints and pursuing too much and not taking no for for an answer. I I'm of the side of hey, it's okay if we assume yeah, a honestly, girl's not interested, even if she might be. I think that's okay. It's better than that. Than... In my standpoint, saying I'm going through a lot right now and stuff like that, that's me. Like, I'm not interested. Like that, And that's it's a dishonest way of saying no that I've done in the past. I probably wouldn't want to do that nowadays. But that's definitely if, – like, if I – if my friend – like, if you were to be like, oh, yeah, this girl said that, I'd be like, oh, yeah, probably don't try mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I think it's definitely safe to just give them – more space than not enough because then it, maybe she texts you a couple weeks later and she's like, hey, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the flip side, being being the person that's, you know, desiring someone, if you don't, if you don't get that reciprocation, like why, why would you even want to go after that? Like if, if you've, if you've like, you know, if you've thrown out your, your line and and it came back, you know, with no fish. Uh, the worm mm-hmm. gone. Yeah, it's uh, why why like why are you wasting your time on trying to like court this person if the, if they have you know if they don't reciprocate it. Yeah, rejected your offer or or you're like, hey, let's hang out, and then they just keep making excuses to not hang out. You're like, oh, okay, this person just doesn't just simply doesn't value my time. Yeah, like, it's just not yeah. worth it. And they could just be too nice about just giving you a straight-up rejection, so instead they just keep saying, like, oh, sorry, today doesn't work, and they're not making an effort to see you, then, yeah, maybe just move on because they're not valuing your time, they're not valuing you as a friend, or they're just being too nice. Yeah. As guys, how would how do you see the perfect not the perfect, but, like, the best rejection of, like, if you ask a girl on a date, what's, like, what's the way to be rejected that is, like, the least painful for you? For me personally, I'm just not offended if a girl, I totally understand if someone just doesn't have feelings for me or is not attracted to me. That's okay. Attraction's weird. You don't control it. You can't make yourself attracted to someone. So if a girl goes, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not interested, I go, that's great. That is the fact of the matter then. Because I know there's just a lot of anxiety that goes behind saying no. And so, like, uh, what's her name? She said, what's her name? Uh, this was... She says she's, she'll stay in relationships longer. She's afraid of saying no to dates. Because... Uh, yeah, that was at Cuter Miller, who I think... So, coming from that standpoint, what do you think the best way of saying no is? I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like most of the things I've gone after have been 
successful? I'm not going to say, I'm not going to oh. say like, you wait, but you wait yeah. for it to be a sure bet before you're pursuing something. Mm, yeah. Cause I, I often do that too. Where... I wait for a good sign yeah. to, to then decide like, Oh, am I going to try to take this a step further? Yeah. Um, I'm blown so away I, by, by how some guys will be like, Oh, she's totally into you. And I'm like, there is no indication of that yeah. for me. Yeah. I, I, I kind of, I generally think I wait for a girl to essentially make the first move. Yeah, the last girl that I that I talked to straight up told me that she wanted to kiss me on like a text. So I kind of just Wait, no, she was like next to you when she texted you? What? No. Oh, okay. No. Like she texts, she's like sitting next to you. Uh, no, 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 no. Look at look at your phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, we like, hung out and then and then we were talking over text and then she said that and I was like, "Okay, so there we go. Yeah. There's the confirmation. But obviously it's not that it's mm. it's not going to be that yeah. easy. It's just sometimes we get a real rough reaction to a no. So I think. I yeah. know. And that's the problem is that's that's not on the person rejecting the other person. Yeah. That's on that person being so emotionally immature. And there are, unfortunately, and it's, it is mostly guys, but it's girls and guys that are just yeah. not it's both. secure enough to handle being rejected. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, you just got to be a little selfish. Like you got to, and that's something I've been learning in the last like year. In being year the rejector. So. In, in rejecting someone, yeah, yeah is you got to be a little more selfish. Like you have a life too. You have feelings too. And like it's, you don't, it's not your job to make sure that that person's okay. It's nice of you to try, mm. but you got to look out for yourself. And you like, don't owe them shit. You you're also just telling them the truth. It's the truth. So yes. So you're not yeah. doing anything mean to someone. You're not trying to hurt someone's feelings. You are telling them what the reality of the situation is, and there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Uh, a girl I dated um, a while ago that I was really into, and uh, we'd been dating for a couple months, and uh, she called me one night. She was just like, hey, can I can I call you? And I kind of figured. I was like, all right, I, I think I know what this probably is then. And she was kind of doing the thing that you're talking about where she was kind of moving around. The, she was just kind of like, yeah, you know, I just like, I'm feeling like weird lately. So like, you know, I don't know. I And she said something like, she's like, I'm sorry about like this or whatever and blah, blah, blah. Like and I'm I was, going through and a lot I, right now. Yeah. And so what I said was, I was like, well, if this, if what you're telling me is this, then I'm like, that's totally cool. Totally fine. And then I went, if what you're also saying is you're not interested in, continuing to hang out or whatever. I'm like, that's also fine if that's what you're saying. And she was like, yeah. And She's I was like, like, oh, thank God. And I was like, that's yes. totally cool. Please. Because I was just like, I, I, I was, we had a similarities in that regard. And I was like, I can put myself in her shoes right now. And I'm like, this is exactly what I'd be saying. And this is what I would ex hope that person said back. And so I was like, look, if that's the case, nice. it's totally fine. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And it was it, totally fine totally great we still respect each other she's a cool person it's it's we have moved on and it's all right you live another day um and i'm glad it all happened you know it's fine yeah so that's was life. it fine shane it really was fine i was sad look of course my feelings were hurt i was bummed oh. i was bummed like for a week and then you get to get over it because especially when you know for sure when you get a definite oh this is over then you get to really move on. You could be like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. done. Yeah. Cool. Because why do you want to spend your time on somebody that, that doesn't have the same feelings for you? Yeah. And that's, and that's that weird thing where I guess some people just don't understand that completely. I think they feel like a possession towards people. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, how, oh, how yeah. could you not? How could you not want this? Nobody. <laughs> they don't owe you. Nobody. You don't <laughs> owe them anything. You guys. A relationship is a thing if two people are getting happiness out of that thing. You know, you're doing it for fun, really. At the end of the day, and if you don't want it, then you don't have to do it. Yeah, Jafar. So stop trying to capture Jasmine. She doesn't exactly. love you. Exactly. That's what this is all about. Yeah, she doesn't love you. So don't even try, bro. Uh, Get Jafar away from here, bro. <laughs> all right. So next question. Uh, <laughs> at Charlie Huggins asks, uh, how do I overcome the fear of going to therapy? Hmm. Oh, wow. Hmm. That's, that's hmm. a great that's a great. Uh, I have zero advice for that. Um, have you not? Why you haven't signed you're not up? In it's been a couple weeks now of people reminding you every day. Yeah. So there's there's this great uh, great lady on Twitter. Um, her name I believe is Nat, and every day she sends me a video. Um, yeah. Uh, her her handle is heartfelt hecocks. Every day she sends me. So right now it's day fifteen of hitting the woe every day until now it's Smashian and Damien Haas go to therapy. Uh, so she just she has this white wall and she just walks on screen, hits the woe and then walks out. That's awesome. And so every day she sends us a video of her hitting the woe. And are you, is that helping you? Is that motivating you to go freaking start therapy, dude? I'm enjoying the videos. Oh, I knew that was the answer. <laughs> it's giving him a reason not to go. <laughs> now he's like, oh, I get these videos. Well, because so every, every day she walks on with like a different outfit. What's her name? Uh, Nat. Nat, stop hitting the woe until no, he goes no, no, to no. therapy. No, 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 keep hitting the woe. Keep hitting the woe. Then hit the woe when he woe. finally goes. Keep the meme alive. Why haven't, you, why haven't yeah. you signed up for therapy yet? That's a great question. It's the same reason it's why you so don't go through easy your mail, to do. right? Huh? It's the same reason you don't go through your mail. Exactly. You yeah, just don't it's, think it's of it. one more. It's one more thing on the list. So I think I, I really do. I think I honestly do just need to make a list of things that I have to take care of. Therapy, checking them, therapy checking being them one of them. I will say this. There's a lot of fear of going to therapy. And I've heard like people talk about why they're afraid to go and like how it's like nerve wracking to like share private information. I'm not even worried about that. And finding the right therapist. <laughs> I'm not worried though. I'm not worried. I don't but I'm problems. not actually, I don't know. I'm fine. It's like a lot of the anxiety is like finding a good therapist because I guess people go through having to go through multiple ones. I got extremely lucky on my first attempt at therapy and getting an amazing person. But like I can understand like, oh, what if that person sucks? And then you have to go to another one and start over on like what your issues are and stuff like that. That's scary. But like I think the positive thing is you literally are going into a room and you have someone who is legally not allowed to share any of your private information. You can say unless whatever I, you unless want. Say unless unless you're like going to murder someone. Unless yeah. you're about to, literally about to murder yeah. someone. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But other than that, you can talk all the mad shit. Or murder shit. yourself. You can, yeah, uh, yeah Ian. <laughs> Do you think it's ever been called murder? If you, Never mind. Ian. <laughs> Sorry. Literally someone who is not allowed to, by law, share your shit talking, your your well, I do, I do I do all that here, so that doesn't concern me. For me, it's honestly just a time thing. It's it's like I'm so focused on on Smosh that I I convince myself that no, I have to be here every day, and through and through the whole day, and then and then go home and then do like whatever it is that I do with the rest of my day. Do so. you ever wonder that that like might be unhealthy? <laughs> oh, of course. That might be a reason you should go to therapy. Yeah, that like might be another reason to go. Oh, are you saying I don't have to come into work ever? Is that what you're saying? I don't no. need to work? 
Okay. I cool. didn't say that. <laughs> There's a there is a gray area. Yeah, that's I mean that's that's really honestly the main thing. I mean, it's the same reason why I mean I I actually I think going to the dentist is awesome. <laughs> Cause I, I like I go there and I'm excited. I'm like, yeah, fix my shit. But again, I didn't go to the dentist for like five years because it was just like, ah oh, man, I gotta the phone call is honestly the worst part. I hate making appointments on the phone. Hate it. It's not I, fun. I don't know. It's just there's this I mean, maybe it's some sort of anxiety that I get to uh in, in therapy, but I hate that phone call. And just like trying to like look through my calendar and find like a time slot and being like, I don't know this dentist. I hope they don't mess my teeth up. There's a lot of like fear of what ifs. Of course. Yeah. And that's going to hold you back no matter what. That's something I like one of the first things is like I kept mentioning fear like so much in my therapy. Every time was afraid of this, afraid of this. Mm -hmm. And she'd be like, well, why? And then I would explain the worst cases and be like, oh, those actually aren't that bad. Or like if that did happen, there's an easy way to fix that. So it's like fear, like in my mantra that has been, it's literally on my phone as like my background to just detach from outcome. Like just do it. Just go. It's it's small things in therapy that will blow your mind. Uh, for me, it was after a couple sessions, my therapist, I was talking and I was just like, yeah, you know, I should feel like I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And she was like, you're saying should so much. She's like, replace should with want and see how that makes you feel. And I was like, whoa, okay, that's that's actually huge because now instead of it being this obligation, if I'm saying, oh, I want to go to the gym tomorrow morning, I'm like, oh, if, if I, that doesn't feel true to me, then I can now see my whole life in a different perspective. So stuff like that, man, it's, it's the small things. It's things that you're not going to think you needed to go to therapy for that you will then end up working on. Mm -hmm. But once you get your degree, can I just come to your house? No, because I, I will not be a qualified therapist. I would need to get a <laughs> master's degree and probably oh, more. Man. That's going to take you like 30 years. I know. <laughs> so damn long. But Ian, it's not your fault. What? It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Don't do this to me. <laughs> it's not your fault. Stop I'm it. Gonna, this advice isn't just for you. It's not it's your fault. The question too. Um, but go to therapy. That was supposed to make you break down in tears. I'm just going to hit the well. I guess it didn't work. <laughs> I'm learning how to do the, I'm learning how to hit the well. From these videos, they're very <laughs> informative. Uh, our next question comes from at Talene Lattice. Uh, how do you hide a body? Oh, great question. Um, mm -hmm. I actually was talking about this the other day. Yeah, I think we were. Like, how to dispose of a body, yeah. I don't know the first thing. I. It's luckily not a thought I have often, but every now and then I'll just be like, what if I what if I did accidentally or like or had to help kill, somebody if I killed somebody or... like if I just had a dead body in my apartment like what what would you do well I'll be like I don't know what to do with this I really would just freak out let's yeah. say let's say you killed Hitler but you know that like you're still gonna get murder charges if you killed Hitler so you're like okay but so are I... you in Berlin is he somehow in Southern no, California? He was, he, was doing, no, no, he was doing a speaking tour. <laughs> he was down in Orange County, just doing, he's doing a speaking tour. Um, <laughs> and you decided I'm going to murder Hitler while he's visiting. Oh, I, I see you're all fans of my books here. Um, <laughs> I just happened to be here. I don't know why. In 2019. Boop, yeah. And, and then, then you just, just like, you bam. You just booped him with a claw hammer. You slap him so hard. <laughs> 
Um, it's a concussion. And so dies. there you are. You're left with the body of Hitler. Um, let's say, but there's are there there's no people around. You got no. him off. You got him alone. You followed him. Okay, let's say let's say you have him in your in the in your car. You have him. You have Hitler God. in your trunk. It's taking so long. You how have you, a body. Just how did you kill him? Uh, you just, uh, it do, does it matter? I mean, yes, it does because <laughs> how how you kill him it depends on how much evidence you're leaving. See if you're. If you're doing like blunt force trauma, so much you could be leaving like you splatter. You have a dead body, and somehow it's your fault. Uh, okay, I, okay, I let's suppose... let's simplify it. Yeah. You have the body. There's no evidence outside of your car, okay. but there's evidence now in your car because there's just body. Maybe there's some blood in your trunk, whatever. Or you take him to a kill room, a room that you've set up. Like this so is too much. Ian, this Ian, is a uh, dead this, body. Ian, you need to go to therapy right now. So you you <laughs> you covered your living room in plastic wrap, right? Oh my god, you dextered him. Yeah. So then you you invite him over for some tea. No, the death already happened. I want to get past the murder. We have a dead body. We gotta hide it. Okay. Sure, it's Dexter death. All right. Okay. Yeah, I, I like to think that it's less planned out than that. Okay. Uh, great. So here's what you do. Um, uh, you buy a really realistic mask, right? You steal a car. So you you plan some kind of you need you need some kind of paper trail that's gonna lead you in the opposite direction of where you're actually going to leave this body. And uh, so then yeah, you either you either steal a car or you steal plates. And you wear this very realistic mask of a fifty year old man on your head, just in case any surveillance cameras pick you up, gas station, whatever. Drive him out to the woods. Uh, there's a lot of maybe I mean maybe Oregon. There's a, there's a lot of like really Drive deep to forest. Oregon. Well, there's deep forest somewhere out in in California. Sir, why did you take this trip to Oregon? Uh, mysteriously, the day of Hitler's death in Orange County. Yeah. Um, or Hitler's disappearance. And then you got to decide like, well, should I bury the body? Like, could. Could animals dig that up? Do, like, do you want to instead... Or would they eat it? Would, they could eat it. True. Just feed them to the bears. True, but then remains could turn up True. places. I feel but like you wouldn't want to drive Hitler. as far as Oregon. Yeah. You'd want to make it a one-day trip so yeah, that your alibi is as small of a, a gap as possible. So if, you're doing, if you're doing it from Los Angeles, the forest is actually pretty close. Like you could or drive, the desert. Or, ooh, ooh, yeah, that's true. Just dig a hole in the desert. Textbook breaking bad, guys. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, see, my thought would be get, you get, you have dead Hitler in your, in your trunk, mm-hmm. take him home. Uh, then you fill, uh, you may fill a pool, like a kiddie pool or just so enough, the acid thing. just enough. No, with, with cement, you've put him into the cement, you get that cement out. You make a statue of, of, uh, Hitler? different, different historical you, figure. Oh, okay. I make thought you were going like to make George a statue Washington? of Hitler. No, no a... just, just maybe just a, just a normal statue, just a, maybe a statue of yourself. And Hitler is dead body is inside of that statue. That hide is in plain, horrifying. Hide in plain sight. That is horrifying. There was like a freaky Disney movie or something that I was like, like that. I feel like it, when it got hot in the summer, it would start to like seep out. That'd be bad. No, but if you, okay, but that's like really smart though. Don't make the 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 statue look like you though. Because what if somebody does it find like, it? Maybe I'd make the statue just a giant ween. Just a giant, you know, penis and testicles. Yeah. Have Hitler on the inside of that. That's pretty good. Yeah, statue is pretty good. I think concrete's a little porous. I, I I'd be afraid that that some things might start to seep. Why is that statue of a ween bleeding? <laughs> it's symbolism. It's, um, it's symbolism. It's a uh, it's a dedication to all the people with chlamydia. 
That's yeah, right. Yeah, it brings awareness. Yeah. I, I sincerely don't know the first thing about disposing of a body. And uh, I, I can't. This is going to come back to like really screw me over later. You just got to eat it. Well, you definitely, you definitely can't. That's actually true. Look, Ian, you definitely, something. you can't kill anyone now because people are going to look back on this Damn podcast it. and be like, this guy murdered well, someone. Well, no, this is, this is actually, I'm setting up a totally different scenario. I'm going to hide a body in a totally different way so that then I can use this Smart. podcast and be like, look, I would have done it this way. I already said it. Smart. And we're going to cut this part of me explaining this out of the podcast so that doesn't also come to you know bite me in the ass so the prosecutor doesn't say well look you literally just explained what you did right there so then you did murder this person dang it i should really stay away from any murder scene from now on yeah i should really not yeah i'm gonna stay away from murders guys whether or not you kill someone you're probably going to jail yeah you're probably gonna go to jail don't by the way if you ever get arrested don't say anything (laughs) i'm serious (laughs) <laughs> this like, advice, this smosh advice, has gone off the rails. Literally, even and if gentlemen. you, even if there's no, there's no connection, the police arrest you. Do not say a word without a lawyer. Don't say anything. That's if you are innocent. Yes. If if you murdered someone, no, please, no. Even if you're innocent, don't say anything. The, I'm saying a if lawyer. you're innocent, don't say anything. Oh yeah, yeah. If you murdered someone, please confess to the murder. Yeah, just confess, you should do it. You're gonna feel better if shit. you did. Okay. <laughs> Confess. <laughs> do you think there's a murderer that's listening right now? Criti- criticizing everything we're saying to Probably. do. Probably. He's like, wow, wow. They didn't even, they didn't even hide. They didn't even talk about hiding the murder weapon. They idiots. They there was no. They did not buy lime, at all. <laughs> they have no idea what they're doing. It's lie, right? Is it lie? I see. This is how little I know about getting rid of a body. I watched Sorry. that. There's the second or third episode of Breaking Bad where they try to dispose of a body, and it's the grossest thing you'll ever see. Uh, it's hilarious. I don't ever want to. Had two very different perspectives. <laughs> oh God! Go to, go to a construction site and then put it there. That's actually probably smart. Oh yeah. Get oh, it when they're they're like uh, filling something somewhere, or oh, fill yeah. it with some like uh, an animatronic bits, like uh, sneak onto Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland. Uh, oh, and, Pirates and just, of the Caribbean ride already Pirates, smells. So so take it to the Pir- Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Uh, strap it to one of the animatronics, so it's just moving along with yeah, them. Yeah, nice. People are like, wow, that 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 pi- that dead pirate looks so real. Oh, this ride's so scary. And the and the Pirates ride smells really bad. It already, already. smells like mm-hmm. a corpse. So you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah. Yep. Dead men tell no tales. Nice. Anyways. So get a job at, so get a job at Disneyland if you want to murder somebody. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, at uh, at Psych1216 asks, my two friends really like each other and are perfect for each other, but they're too scared to have a conversation about it. Should I do something? So here's how you hide a body. God <laughs> dang it. Kidding. No, uh, I feel like it's kind of bad to meddle externally. I don't know. I mean, look, if, if to, to Jane is her name, uh, if your two friends have told you individually that they like each other, don't, don't force it. But I would definitely say to each of them, be like, hey, you've both come to me individually and said this. I don't feel bad. Yeah. Saying that you should let, they need to make that move. Yeah. For their own sake. But at least, yeah, that's a good idea. At least tell each person, like, you know, they said that they like you too. Oh, that's then... weird. I was going to say grab both their heads and force them to kiss. Now kiss. Now kiss. Kiss, 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 kiss. And then take them to the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Strap yeah. them to the... No. Uh, you know a girl tried forcing Anthony and I to kiss one time? Me. Like legitimately? Yeah. 
Me in a vine. She tried to. <laughs> so, oh, you did. Yeah. What, wait, what's the story? I mean, like, I can't get too deep into it, but one time, I want to say we were like out. We this was out of like high school, and for some reason, we were like, we were just like hanging out, and she's like, "I want you guys a kiss," and we're Anthony and I were like, "What? No!" And she's like, "Come on!" It's like so super. Weird. Freaking! That's so creepy. weird. Yeah, girls, so don't do that. that. Don't do that. Even if your friends said that they like each other, but I do like the idea of Minch. I, I mean, if they both made, if they both said that they like each other, then, yeah, maybe maybe talk to one of them about it and mm-hmm. be like, hey. I don't think there's anything. I personally don't think there's anything wrong with telling them each individually. Yeah, I think that's great. Hey, the other one said they like you. You guys are both dumb for not. Doing something about this situation. Yeah. Now go forth and Keith. Now go forth and Keith. Keith. <laughs> you both need to Keith. Please, Keith. Keith? Keith Lake? Please, Keith. Keith Lake Jr. Please, Keith. Keith. <laughs> uh, at Yeehaw Haws. Love that. Uh, asks, how can I start to learn to accept love things about myself that I'm insecure about? Ooh. I really like the wording on that of how do I start to ex- I like love the things that I'm insecure about? Because it's mm. not just how am I okay with it or how do I ignore or not worry about the in- insecurities? Uh, look no further than the girl from Dirty Dancing. She Jennifer Grey? Is that? Oh, are yeah. you talking about how she got? She like mm-hmm. she was this like big star, right? From that movie. She like blew up. And then she got a nose job, and then she just ended up looking like everyone else. And she didn't and get work that much, really? Uh, nope. nope. She, did she openly regret it? I don't uh, know, actually. Finnerty's saying yes. Did uh, she later, openly regret it? Later on. She later on? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I think that people, people discount how much what makes them different. Like, they, I, I think... The imperfections is what makes people different mm-hmm. and makes them look special. Like I've dated people that had like scars or they had like something weird here or something, you know, weird. but, but I loved it. I mean, that's what, that's what like, it's not the only thing that, that differentiated them from, from anyone else, but that's what made them them. Each and every one of us has so many different types of features, some that you could say are negative, some are positive, but those all collected together make you who you are. And if you got rid of the things that are that you're insecure about that make you imperfect, mm-hmm. then you're just not interesting. Then, I mean, look at any character from any book or movie or TV show, and you don't love these characters because they're perfect. You love them for the collection of different things and the things that make them imperfect are often the things that make them human and endearing. Uh, but it's tough to see that from within your own self. Yeah. It's a big picture thing. Like insecurities end up building a different type of like strength or like humbleness in yourself. Like there's always like the, Oh, that girl was ugly in high school. Like, and, and now she's hot. And it's like that. It's like a whole other different type of person rather than someone who was like always hot. Like I, I definitely wasn't all like, I, I, I like the way I look now. I hated the way I looked back then. And it's like, I would, I'm very thankful for where I came from. And it's like, everyone can, is always glowing up, whether it's inside or out. And it's like the flaws bring you to a different type of like, I don't know, you should wear it as an armor instead of as, like a cast, you know? Were you that's ever that. insecure about 
about your pupil? No, not really. Because I think I think that's cool. I think it's super it's cool. definitely cool. Sometimes yeah. uh, in pictures, I think I look a little cross-eyed, and like sometimes fans <laughs> notice it, but like that's the least of my worries in huh. in terms of like insecurities. But um, I've found a superpower in embracing it in certain flaws because it allows others to find abilities in, in embracing them too. And it's like sometimes, yeah, it's like you said, Ian, like the, sometimes what you think is a flaw is something that other people admire, especially in you. Like I used yeah. to be really insecure about my legs. And like when I first started on Smosh, people would be like, oh, my God, Corny, your legs, I'm dying. Like what? And I was like, what? That's so weird yeah. to hear. And it's like we don't always know what's best for us inside. And it's the same for out, outside too sometimes. And I think a lot of times you realize those those insecurities don't mean anything when you find you know if you're in a relationship you find the right kind of person that yeah. that cuz I've been in I've been in relationships I'm like oh gosh I don't know about this and they're like what are you talking about I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, and it's that kind of like if you have if you're in a relationship with somebody that you know um talks down on your sort of insecurities like that's terrible like you you, i mean you should definitely find somebody that that loves you the way the way you you look um you should never criticize someone on anything that they can't change in five seconds yeah and also it helps you become a more confident person and there really is like honestly is like nothing more sexy than confidence Mm -hmm. and and really i'm always fascinated by people who are very confident with things that most people would be very insecure about because it speaks to a strength that is so, so powerful. And there's also a security blanket and knowing you're worried about this one thing. Odds are everyone else is worrying about their own thing and aren't even looking at your thing. Like they're just so worried about their own insecurities that they haven't even noticed yours. Like you should, people should put more money on that and more bank on that of like, I shouldn't worry about this as much as I do because nobody else is. And honestly, a lot of the most unattractive features in people are born out of them handling their insecurities in the wrong way, right? You know, you're we're often insecure about things that we can't control. And if you're able to love those things, you'll prevent yourself from then instead dealing with that insecurity by I mean, a, a thing I can think about is, you know, I'm I'm a shorter guy and I've gone through phases where I'm very insecure about it. And I go, Oh God, I wish I was taller. Oh, I hate that I'm this, that it makes me less appealing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I can handle that by trying to overcompensate. And, you know, you hear a lot of it of like, oh, little man syndrome or whatever, uh, Napoleon syndrome, mm. where shorter guys are just very angry, whatever, which is a very real thing. I've seen it. They drive big And that's trucks. because instead of instead of going, you know what, this is my height and it's actually awesome. It makes me who I am and it makes me an individual. And uh, there's a lot that's cool about about it. And, and Shane, you can't have everything. Okay. Yeah. All right. You can't be a good looking, a great guy and tall. Like you would be, you'd honestly end up being the worst guy. Like if you yeah. had all you'd of those things of going shit. for you, I, I think there was a piece of shit. You'd be such a piece yeah. of shit. Fuck you, Shane. Uh, I, I think there was a phase where I, I, I thought I was like, if I, if I could wish to be taller, if I woke up tomorrow and I was six, three and I was like, would I want that really? And I'm like, no, because I would look in the mirror and I would not know who I am. I'm like, that is, it's, it's just who I am. It's it's literally the character that is written down. I mean, I, I think of it in fictional characters. If suddenly Harry Potter just was different, looked different in some way, we'd be all we'd all be mad because no, that's 
It's Harry Potter. That's who yeah. he who he is, and he's yeah. not perfect. And that's so many characters, and that's the same with with all of us. So, and flaws is what makes everyone interesting. Flaws like, are literally the most interesting feature of people. That's why, like, uh, I'm trying to think of like a sort of a movie where the flawed characters. Oh, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, freaking look at look at Black Panther, right? So, like, were you more interested in like in the movie Black Panther? Were you more interested in uh, the Black Panther dude? Or Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan's character was dull. He was way cooler, all right? <laughs> way cooler. If <laughs> He was like also the scars... villain. He was probably not handling his insecurities in all the best ways. And those scars were each what a I mark think... of how many murders he's committed. However, so. however, Courtney, you mentioned wearing your flaws as armor, which is uh, my favorite quote from Game of Thrones. It's in the first episode. Uh, Tyrion is talking to Jon, mm-hmm. who's upset because he's a bastard, uh, which he didn't choose. That's just at the time uh, you know that's just who he was born to be and and Tyrion's like I can't I, c- I didn't choose to be a dwarf this is who I am and he's like wear your flaws as armor and no one can hurt you Ex- like not only accepting who you are but going this is who I am and I love it and then you are so powerful and it's uh, it's what I love about the body positivity movement right now of like people overweight for so long have, have felt they need to be ashamed yeah. about it and instead being like, no, this is who I am. Yeah. And, and it's okay if, if you're even going through a phase of, I want to lose weight. But in the meantime, this is still who I am right now, and I'm going to love it. Yeah, love it. And then it's like, honestly, if someone's willing to say something mean, about it, it's like, I dare you to point out this flaw about me. Like, that's such an asshole move to actually point something like that out. Those people are insecure. Yeah. yeah. Those like, are, I dare you to insult my, my birthmark or whatever. Like, also, yeah. like people, I knew this girl in, in middle school. She had a birthmark. It was almost like Dan, uh, Zuko in Avatar, where it's like the eye was red, like cool. that. And she was like super insecure about it, and like tried to like hide it with her hair. Yeah. And like nowadays, she's rocking it on Instagram. Yeah, and, man. Like it's it's so cool. The confidence over those things is awesome. And and also never the most motivated I am. To when I'm when I'm feeling at my best and I'm most motivated to improve myself and I'm doing things is when I am accepting of those flaws and and not worrying about the insecurity. Yeah, and I think to quote another thing from uh, probably I mean it was probably season two of Game of Thrones, um, Hodor. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And uh, to quote season eight, uh, my favorite line: "I don't want it. <laughs> She's my queen." Yeah, I relate to that one so hard. <laughs> so these next two, or the next one is actually very similar. So it was it was uh, from at Wonderland Dury. Uh, I'm a really shy person. It's something that I feel insecure about uh, because people have always told me that it's a negative thing, especially for my age, which is 21. Uh, so do you have any tips on how to <laughs> overcome shyness? Similar, similar type of vein of there's nothing wrong with being shy, and that's okay. And also 21 is still very young. A lot of people are still learning who they are, so don't feel that there's some age. Man, that's the thing that I've done since I, (laughs) I've always gone, oh man, literally I've caught myself thinking this past week, like I'm 27, I should be, I should be over this already. I should be more mature about this. And then I, I just know, and I, I can look back on the first journal entry I had when I was 15, it was saying stuff of like, well, you know, I haven't had a girlfriend and I'm uh, and all this stuff and I'm 15, so I don't know it's it hasn't happened now, it's probably never going to happen. <laughs> and and I I I'm sure there's so many entries over the years where it's like, well, I'm 19 
And I, so don't put an expectation on your age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I think the shyness could come from, you know, maybe you're just not hanging around the right people. Like maybe you don't want to talk to these people because you don't relate to them. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you should find a group of people that share the same hobbies as you. Like, you know, some of the most shy people that I know will light up in a conversation if you if you talk about something that interests them. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe you're just you haven't found the right people. And you maybe you just I don't know. Well, and it's a devastating loop when you're insecure when you go, Oh, I'm shy, I'm gonna be shy in this situation. I'm worried about being shy. Well now of course you're gonna be shy because you're worried about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know that that even if you are in a situation and you're shy and you don't say a word, it's okay. I think, I mean, I just, I try to throw myself into as many situations that I can, Mm -hmm. like socially. Like, I don't, I don't consider myself, I don't think I'm an extrovert, but I know if I just default to like, no, like I, I just would feel more comfortable at home. Like, I know if I just default to that, I'm not getting life experience. I'm not, I'm not Mm -hmm. meeting new people. And so sometimes just, just, you know, throwing yourself into the deep end of social interaction. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, it really pays off. Yeah. I'm a fan of that as well. I, I, I do think it's, it's important within reason to, to push your limits. And when you go, Oh, I feel uncomfortable about this. I should, I think that's when you should do it. I think in the right circumstances, when you feel you want to take a step back is when you should take mm-hmm. a couple steps forward. Yeah, because, I mean, you don't know who who's going to be at this next thing or you don't know what kind of conversation you could strike up with somebody. You don't know everything about everybody. You know, I've mm-hmm. I've made some of some of my best friends at the most random places, like with the craziest sort of circumstances where I just happen to be right place, right time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was there, they were there. Some sort of conversation got, you know, struck up and it's like you like that thing too? Oh, let's talk about that, you know. Yeah. So it's like you really just have to try to throw yourself out there. Yeah. And 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 also there will be those times when you want to stay in and don't don't feel guilty about that. Um I don't I don't know. You're 21, so you probably have a job or you don't, but like yeah, there's ways of practicing being social, like having a job and it's like yeah, you're practicing being social and also getting paid. So like there are little things you can do to like that are routine situations where you can practice just being outgoing and stuff like that too. Yeah. And focus on what you like about other people, about people you meet. What what do you what's interesting about them? Uh your friends, what are, what makes them interesting cuz that'll make you more motivated to go out and, and talk to them because you'll feel safer. So you go, oh, these these lovely people, yeah. all the all the cool people mm-hmm. in the world. Uh, a lot of times when I'm at my most shy is when I get in my head about people are all going to initially judge me, that they're all, that there's a little bit more aggression or, um, I don't know, their thinking is more villainous than it really mm-hmm. is. And so I get nervous, whatever. Yeah. Or if you're really shy, just go out to the woods and live live life you know, in a wood Be a cabin. lumberjack. You know, Winnebago man did it. Live in a giant walnut. <laughs> Live in a shoe. Carve, carve a little house inside the giant walnut. Have a little pickaxe and go out get searching em. for oars. Just oh, I think, I've, I think I've read this book, James and the Giant Walnut. That's <laughs> correct. Yeah, it's a great book. Uh, one, we have time for one more. Wow. One more boy. All right. Uh, Cole Hirsch. 
Oh. <laughs> Our boy Cole. Cole Hirsch. Who used to write for us. Used to write for us. Now you can find him on uh, Podcast But Outside, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. He asks, how to make money without job? Hashtag Smosh Advice. Great question. Yeah. Selfie pics. Well, I mean, any... <laughs> <laughs> Selfie pics. Selfie? Do, do elaborate. selfies. Do elaborate, Courtney. Selfie pics. I don't know. Sarah Shower has a YouTube video talking all about it. If you want to watch oh. how to sell feet pics. Oh, sell feet, feet pics. pics. Yeah, Cole. Pics. Cole's probably listening. Sell pictures of your feet, I guess. I don't know how good Cole's feet are. Yeah, I'm not sure either. <laughs> uh, I don't think they see much sun. They're not well tanned. Do you see a lot of sun? Ian? Hell no. Okay. Have you seen my feet? Yes. They're insanely pale. I'd love to foot five you guys right now. They're actually invisible. Uh, Ian will take off his shoes and socks, and it looks like he's just hovering around on ankles. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like some sort of uh, poltergeist. Have you seen that barrel fish that has, like, the translucent head? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my feet. Yeah, you are a deep sea creature. Yes, it's translucent. Uh, James Cameron took his fancy submarine down to the depths uh, of my, the Marianas Trench and, and found Ian Mariana Grande's Trench Mariana Grande Trench and found Ian just s- swimming <laughs> around catching tiny plankton with so his does, mouth so how does one make money without a job I mean I guess it depends how you define a job what, is it a traditional job or is it anything that you're spending I mean like you're yeah, getting paid to do yeah, something you're, you're, you're gonna have to do some kind of work yeah, I don't. Money. I don't actually know. Unless you want to. I mean, well, I mean, even if you're working a, a sugar daddy website, I think. I think Cole is trying work. to just ask if we can just give him money. Yeah, I think so. I want to go on a sugar I, daddy website. Should I do that? Um, no. Oh. Well, you know what my <laughs> advice actually would be um, to make money without a job is to live inside a giant walnut, yeah, you carve into it, and then you go out in the woods in search of rare ores, such as iron and, and mithril, and you, you fashion those into a nice armor that you can wear and sell at the shop at the nearby <laughs> village. But they don't trust you because you're an outcast. The shakiness in For his cursing their in horde of donkeys 20 years earlier. Little do they know it was because the witch that lived in the swamps nearby was after the donkeys, and you put a curse on them that would protect them. But it backfired. I'm wiggling a lot. You'll see it in the video version that comes out on Friday. Oh my God! So we're not going to get a serious response for this. For this, Um, get a job. Just get a job. (laughs) Yeah, Cole. Why don't you just get a job? He has a job. He's doing he's doing his podcast, which is really really funny. It great, is really funny. Great concept. Uh, yeah, they just set up a podcast stand somewhere outside. Oh my gosh! Did you see what they did when a like a park official came up to yeah. their cameraman? He was like, "Oh, I'm not with them. I'm, I just asked if I could film them." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Oh, okay." Goes up to the podcast people. Oh yeah, we don't know him. It's yeah. so we're just great. recording audio. It's so great. And uh, and shout out to. Uh, to Cole as well, uh, we had our third most annoying kid sketch come out. Uh, it is doing yeah. really well. Uh, the most annoying kid gets canceled. Mm-hmm. And Cole wrote the first one of it, and uh, his his spirit is definitely imbued in all three. They are yep. worth checking out. Um, we're very proud of them. All right. Well, that 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 about does it for the uh, sm- first Smosh advice. If you guys want us to do more, let us know. And uh, just a reminder, we got... 
new merch mm. smosh dot store baby tinder for hot dogs um, tinder for hot dog shirt we got the rainbow uh hoodie we also got the the classic yellow hoodie that came back it's um limited supply though Vintage. Both, both the uh tinder for hot dogs and the yellow hoodie are limited supply that's right so get them while you can because uh, yeah. the storm is coming that is tinder for hot dogs and you need to be prepared yep also, yeah, right. if you want a tutorial on how to do your hair like me right now, just stick your head outside a window in a backwards. car. Turn I really around. do recommend watching the video version of this. It's it's <laughs> on another level. You will so not be able to take my advice seriously. Um, Smosh water bottles, they're super great. Um, they're really hot, great. Cold, lukewarm, whatever you want, uh, you can put it in there. Yep. Molten lava would not suggest That's, it. Well, but no. but if very, you want to melt down rare ores and put them in there, it'll work. Whoa, who is that guy? <laughs> Crazy. Uh, if you guys uh, are not yet subscribed to the podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps, I would suggest you do that because you don't want to miss a single episode. No, you don't. Nope. Uh, they come out on Wednesday, and on Friday they come out censored on YouTube, but you can see our pretty, pretty faces. Yeah, and, and my pretty, pretty hair. That's right. You need to see this hair. Woo. Thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you, Shane and Courtney, for, for doling out this um, decent advice. No, you guys did a good job. I'm really I'm really um, proud of you guys. You guys threw out some good stuff. And uh, Nat, keep hitting that whoa, because I haven't gone to therapy yet. Don't whoa until whoa. he goes. Keep hitting that whoa. All whoa, right. Won't whoa till he go. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Gross. <laughs>